0: what's up guys this is cage unlimited and welcome to the very first episode of a new show slash podcast i want to start and it's called shotlock to kingdom hearts now just to give a brief outline of what this show is it is a podcast Maybe gonna be in audio services in the future. I'm not really sure right now. It's just strictly on this YouTube channel. But basically, it's a podcast or a video podcast, uh, mainly focused on Kingdom Hearts. And the reason I want to make this is just so I could have a more streamlined format for my videos. And so, like, when I make a video, I know what I'm gonna make since I have such a clear format for it. And you know, for you, the viewers, so you know what to expect when you come in. If you want more details of like why I'm making it, the exact format, and things like that, I do have a video that I made. You can click the i wherever it is and go to it. So yeah, that's what's gonna be. And the way i'm going to be doing it is that it's uh each episode is split into three different segments first is the postings the postings just going to be me talking about the news it doesn't have to be completely new news it could be like news from like a month ago or whatever whenever it was and just me giving my opinions on it uh what i think about it and things like that second segment is the reflecting report It's basically i take any aspect of kingdom hearts kind of reflect on it see like explain what it was what i liked about it what i didn't like about it how it could improve in the future and things like that and the last segment is dream dive where basically i take a dive into a dream i want in the future of kingdom hearts that could be anywhere from like a new keyblade i want a new story element maybe a new type of character i want uh, anything like that so those are basically rough outlines of the three segments i want to do and if you want more information of what they are what i'm gonna be talking about just click the i there somewhere. So without further ado, let's get into the postings. So this is the postings. Like I said, the news stories aren't going to be the newest. It's basically just for me to give my opinions on a news topic. And it kind of took me a while to start recording the podcast. So the news topic I had to pick out was kind of old, but there's still some interesting things that I want to talk about it. The first piece of news is the Game inform interview that took place maybe a month or two ago. I'm not sure when, but there's a few points that I want to kind of pick out and talk about it the first one that kind of surprised me actually is that i think it was tomorrow who said this but he said that he made some game adjustments for kingdom hearts 3 based on the feedback from the event they had where they let uh you know, in YouTube influ YouTubers and influencers and people, you know, from news like IGN and all that, play the game and based on the feedback they gave, they actually adjusted the game. Now, this is something that made me really happy and surprised me a lot because when you know, when like when I started doing YouTube and there were like you know, bigger Kingdom Hearts YouTubers who said that they want to you know play the game first, they want to get the game early, or they want to have an impact on the game, or they want to be in the game too. I was kind of like I didn't really say it, but like I was kind of like saying like What are you saying? It's not going to happen with this type of game. I could see with other types of games, but with this type of game." It's not really the type of game you're gonna you know have that much of an impact on nothing's gonna happen but seeing that they actually had an impact on the game for the better they are gonna be changing the fighting game mechanics I'm assuming to be less floaty or whatever the feedback was given to the team since they are having an impact I was really surprised by that and I'm really glad that's actually happening so really good for the youtubers or whoever gave the feedback and is actually able to change the game now I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really awesome when I read this interview. And another thing that we've already known, but I want to talk about a bit, is that Sora's gonna be facing more serious situations in Kingdom Hearts Three. We've heard this over and over again over the years, and again we're told this again. Now, when it comes to serious situations, I really don't know what he means by this specifically. the 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 main thing that comes to anyone's head is death or loss or sacrifice, and Sora's gonna have to face this. Apparently, like him himself is gonna have to face this. Now, when it comes to this, I don't know what they mean like i don't think it's gonna be death in the sense like someone like you know dies horribly it's probably going to be like something like how axel died at the end of kingdom wars too when he faded away or like when shion disappeared It's gonna be something like that i'm sure and other than that i can't really think of anything like going far beyond that i can't think of like an actual like say gruesome death or something else which would be serious like i try to like think about it beforehand too like there's no other situation in my mind where right, I could think that it's that's is much more serious than that. I feel like there's gonna be serious tones or uh, in the case like where Sora's gonna have to like stop being so silly in some moments where like he's gonna get a reality check when something serious happens, but other than like a loss of someone important, maybe say like Riku or Kyrie or whatever, I don't think it's gonna be a Disney character. I don't think Disney would allow it, but other than that i I don't know what the serious you know moments are gonna be for Sora because. I can't think of anything other than death. If you do have any ideas, let me know down in the comments below. I kind of like, you know, rock my head for it, but I couldn't think of anything else. But I I think at the end of the day, it is going to be a loss or it is going to be where uh, since lightness and darkness is such a heavy theme in Kingdom Hearts, I feel like it'd be something like that. Like, say, someone from the light side, went to the dark side uh, whether it be like they're just controlled or that they are dark like they wanted to go to the dark side from the start something like that so like that's the best i can think of but that's what i think Sor will have to face and kind of cope with it and kind of get over it and then you know like prevail to the end um Oh yeah, another thing is that Nora said there's going to be more surprising things than Aquanort. So when we all saw Aquanort in the trailer, obviously we were all surprised. And he was surprised that we were surprised because he thought we would be more surprised from the Frozen reveal, which I kind of found odd. I feel like if there's one world someone had to bet on to be in Kingdom Hearts 3, it would be Frozen. That was something from the start we knew was going to be in it. It was just so big when it came out. And we just knew it was going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3. So the fact that he thought we are going to be surprised by it kind of... Kind of confused me a bit, but other than that, he said there's gonna be more surprising things than Aqua Nort, so of course, this means Mickey Nort. You know, I'm kidding, but when it comes to more surprising things, I think this kind of ties back to the serious situations. I feel like this is one of the serious situations, obviously. Sora hasn't met Aqua, well, he's met Aqua when he's little, but like, as you know. Being older as a teenager slash young adult. He hasn't really met aqua. So he doesn't really have a relationship with her uh, We don't know if this will be the serious moment if he will even feel any pain from this But I feel like this is kind of a hint to what can be the serious moments are gonna lead you know, in Kingdom Hearts 3. So this this is why I thought that the, the, someone defecting to the darkness could be something because we obviously have this 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 um, example of defecting to the darkness is obviously something that probably isn't what she wanted. It just happened because she was in the realm of darkness for so long. But I feel like we might get more Norts in the game, people that we don't expect. Aqua is someone we didn't expect. Hopefully, there's gonna be some surprises left in the game. I don't want more, you know, surprising the trailer like say Riku Norted or someone else. So we'll see what happens. And with Riku, it's kind of interesting because in the trailers we saw that he was looking at his dark side when he was younger in Kingdom Hearts One. And I don't know where that's going to go. He even talks about it in the reveal trailer we got when he was uh, with Mickey in the Realm of Darkness, I believe, when he when they revealed his new keyblade. So we'll see where it goes with that. I feel like he's gonna have like a much bigger arc in Kingdom Hearts Three. His arcs were pretty big in the other games. I feel like the games really did focus on him. Uh, but I feel like in this, it's kind of kind of like you know finish up his arc with a nice tied bow and we'll see where that goes so the final bit from this interview is that namura mentioned that there's gonna be a final battle in a location that he's wanted to make for a while and for me this seems kind of obvious i may be wrong i think it's kingdom hearts if he's wanted to make it for a while and if the final battle is going to take here in this dark secret saga i feel like it has to be kingdom hearts it can't be anywhere else and the fact that he says he's wanted to make it for a while i think kind of cements kingdom hearts if he just said it's a place that i really had a fun time making and i loved making it it could have been anything could have been like some randy mountainy area or some like field but like since he said he's wanted to make it for a while i think it is kingdom hearts it'll be cool to see how it actually looks we've seen like things like the realm of darkness so much and we've seen kingdom hearts from the outside which is a heart-shaped moon but actually seeing what kingdom hearts is because we technically don't really know what it is exactly uh we'll see what it is i'm hoping it's some like kind of like very light looking place like when you know when you look at the moon it had like this kind of light milky effect on it hopefully it's something like that we've seen so many like environments which are covered in darkness and it's more gloomy and things like that i want more uh places are much more light and i feel like it'd be kind of cool to have the final battle there because you're obviously battling with the darkness and having that contrast with an area which is really light would be cool it'd kind of be like how at the end of, end of king march 2 you're finding xemnas in that weird portally place which is gray and bright i feel like that was a cool contrast when i was a kid because i hadn't really seen anything like that you're finding someone who's dark out of nowhere he has like white and black clothes in his light place and that's one of my favorite boss fights in games in my opinion so if it's somewhere kind of like a lightish place i think that'd be cool and yeah so that's all i really have to say about this game in former interview i was gonna add more of a different new story but i feel like it's not too important so i'll just skip over that and go straight to the reflecting report So, the reflecting report, like I said, is where I reflect on an aspect of Kingdom Hearts and talk about it, what I like about it, what I don't like about it, how I want it to improve. And this time I'm actually going to be talking about specific types of keyblades. And the type of keyblade I want to talk about is story original keyblades. So, uh, basically, when it comes to Keyblades in Kingdom Hearts, there's only specific ones I really like and the ones I don't like. The ones I don't like are usually world-specific Keyblades, so like a Keyblade for the Olympus Colosseum or in Kingdom Hearts 3, the one for Tangle, the one for Toy Story. Those Keyblades I tend not to like too much and the reason is I feel like even though you know the designers, the people who are behind the art, get to design the Keyblade, they, they usually have like full reign over it. At the same time, they kind of don't and they're kind of restricted to kind of go to the design of the world. Now i'm not saying they should remove it obviously there's probably people who love these keyblades and how they look and they're excited on how it's gonna be designed based on the world but like when i think of a keyblade in king like a kingdom hearts weapon i think of like the original keyblades like way to dawn kingdom key oath keeper oblivion like xehanort's keyblade young xehanort's keyblade those keyblades i feel like look so cool because they have kind of like a certain design structure to it like when you when you think of like kingdom hearts keyblades you think of you know like how they have those that like complex looking metal structure on it where it's all edgy and cool and i feel like that's kind of what the best kingdom hearts keyblades are to me and at least in my opinion so i feel like i wish they had more of those because lately we've been having more keyblades and they just they, they just don't look like they don't look like something i want to use and so that's why i kind of want more original keyblades and i don't know if this is true apparently it was a new story that came out recently and my brother told me about it i never checked in on it but he said that you could level up keyblades i don't know about this if it's true let me know down in the comments below but apparently what he said he said that you get to level up keyblades and the reason for this is say you like one keyblade and you want to use it till the end of the game you could keep leveling it up and that could be a strong keyblade you're not forced to use a new keyblade you get because more often than not when i was playing a kingdom hearts game like dream now distance or something whenever i got a new keyblade i'm like it's stronger, but I don't want to use it because it doesn't look better and aesthetic is very important to me for some reason. I, I really care about aesthetics in video games. So when, when it comes to that, I hope, I hope they they you know they keep the world key blades. I hope they keep that, but I hope they do put some kind of more of a focus on more original Kingdom Hearts keyblades. Like So far, even in Kingdom Hearts 3, Keyblades like the Tangled one which is you know uh, Rapunzel's Tower. Keyblades from the Toy Box which is a Cactus. Like I I honestly don't like those that much. They're okay. I believe I made a video on it very recently. It's probably in my newest five videos about me kind of talking about all the keyblades so far but those keyblades i really just don't like that much like they're cool i appreciate them but when it comes to the game if i don't have to use it i probably won't unless you know it gives some kind of like advantage in terms of gameplay but like the keyblades that we've seen so far in Kingdom Hearts 3 that are original like the star seeker v2 or braveheart I'm not sure we've seen more than that, but like Braveheart especially already is my number one keyblade design in Kingdom Hearts. I love that they based it on more of a modern looking key instead of like the h and you see in cartoons. And just based on that and like the hilt, everything about it, the materials they chose, the design, everything about it is perfect for me and these are the type of keyblades I want to see in Kingdom Hearts 3. More keyblades which are original and what I love about Braveheart is that even though it's like an original keyblade, it's not really... A Keyblade that looks like all the others. Like, like I said, you when, when you think of Kingdom Hearts Keyblades, like the old Keeper of living, you think of just like cool mini complex metal things together, and it just looks edgy and cool. But Recalls is so simple looking that I just love it. I'm, you know, a big supporter of simple designs too. So seeing that Keyblade was amazing. So... That was awesome. So, like, that's basically my whole point. I want more original Keyblades. Hopefully, they add more in Kingdom Hearts 3 and they have more of a balance of the world. Specific Keyblades and original Keyblades. Because when they did have original Keyblades, too, there was a meaning to it. I believe the Oath Keeper was supposed to represent, I think, Kyrie, Or at least the relationship between Sora and Kyrie, And... The old keeper, what I think I said that the old keeper supposed to represent the relation between Sora and Kairi and Oblivion was Riku, and you can clearly see that through the keyblade. Old keeper looked more, you know, like themed to light, and Oblivion looked more themed to darkness. And if they have more keyblades, which are you know Kingdom Hearts styled and not world specific, hopefully we get more kind of lore through that, and we have a reason why we have this weapon and not just because we finished the world and we got this cactus. So yeah, that's what all I want to say about original specific keyblades, and that was a reflecting report. And finally, let's go to the last segment, which is Dream Dive. So this is a dream dive, like I explained, is just when I take a dive into Kingdom Hearts and talk about a dream I want in the future of it. Now this one I decided to focus on a magic spell. I think would be cool in Kingdom Hearts. Now when I first explain it, you might be like, no, 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 that's kind of weird. That's too OP. But the thing is, I just this is just like this, the the tip of it. What I think it should be, and I would like to, you know, uh, maybe focus it in more and obviously it's kind of broken right now so basically what it is it's a it's a warp magic spell and basically so it's not too op it would have to be mp heavy either it takes most of your mp bar or it takes all of it and uh if you want to picture what this magic spell does if you play final fantasy 15 noctis instead of him like you know traditionally blocking or anything you could hold his block button and he uses his mp and whenever he gets hit he basically kind of warps out of the way to this cool blue light so that's kind of like the basis of what i want sora to be able to do now how the how how this would work in March I don't know I'm saying it's a magic spell maybe it should, it's fit to be something else a whole new mechanic uh, I don't know if it should be like where you use a magic spell and for a time limit you're just like automatically dodging every time you get hit that may be too broken maybe it should be when you use a magic spell every time you're about to get hit you could like reaction command and dodge it I don't know but that's kind of like the basis I want for it. a magic spell that's more uh defense heavy or made for defense we don't really have too many defense magic spells we have things like uh reflect which is awesome but other than that we have like fire blizzard thunder and things like that so i want to be more of a balance of magic spells not only just to have more of a variety but i feel like it'd be better in terms of strategy i i love using magic spells in the games when i first started playing in march i never did it was just like xxx like when i was a kid when i got older i liked using more strategy and having only or mostly offensive spells kind of gets old at some point so being able to use like reflect at some point and maybe using this warp magic spell at some points so would be cool so i feel like this could be something they could implement in the game now in terms of how it will look i was just just like based on my head i imagine that being like some kind of purpley glow on Sora. purple doesn't come to mind i don't know like i said in final fantasy 15 he has kind of like a particle blue effect so maybe something like that for Sora, but more like purple and glowing and when he dodges like an after image type thing is made for him and it goes away that's how i at least imagined it i don't know how you imagined it based on my explanation but you can let me know down in the comments below but this is something that i want like i want more magic spells and something in terms of magic spells which i'm excited about and i saw in the trailer is that Sora is finally going to be using stronger spells where did i see it i don't know if it was in the trailer or feels from 0.2 i forgot where usually we have like fire fire no firara firaga i think it's fire fire fireaga usually we stop at the gauze and at one point in dream not distant we saw uh mickey and a cutscene use stop za. so i think that was the first time we learned about it and that's pretty awesome like i didn't even know there was a higher point maybe people did because I think it takes it takes it from Final Fantasy. I'm not sure. I'm not that that big of a Final Fantasy fan. But basically when I saw Mickey do that. I'm like that's awesome. Why can't Sora do that? And I think. I can't remember if it was from a trailer or 0.2 where I saw it. But then I, I remember seeing that we're able to use a stronger version of the spell with the ZA. I forgot what it was. I think it's 0.2. Because I'm getting a mix up. Because I rewatched all the trailers recently. And 0.2 I actually played it recently. Like within the last like two months. I, I hadn't played it. Um, until then so yeah in one, of those, in one of those we have the higher versions of spells and i can't wait to be able to use in kingdom hearts 3 because i feel like Sora's at this point where he could <clears throat> he should at least get better you know combat techniques get better spells and it, it's a kind of a neat way to show his progression where he used to just use like the simpler version of spells and maybe at this point like merlin or yen or whoever's like you know you should be able to go to the next level here's you could you know you you've unlocked the potential to unlock a stronger spell so i thought that would be cool that he's able to use the Z version of spells and maybe this this could actually tie into the warp spell I was talking about. So maybe the first version of warp which is let's just say it's called Warpy like so let's just say it is an auto warp so when he gets hit he automatically warps so we could say that every time he uses it it lasts maybe like three seconds like mp bar is going down and you're hoping for that time maybe warpara or warpra is um lasts a bit longer maybe it's some better in some ways where your after images stay and that could confuse the enemies and we could say that warpaga is you you use warp for longer, so your MP bar lasts longer when it's depleting. You auto dodge like normal. Your after images stay and say if someone hits the after image, like the enemy, they get hurt or stunned. So I feel like there's I feel like there's a good progression system you can add to the warp spell. And like I said, I just thought about this for like a minute. I don't know like how broken it would be. It would obviously have to go testing and whatnot. Maybe scrapped. But like I feel like it's a cool idea. I would love to see in Kingdom Hearts. Will it happen? almost 0% chance like I said these are just dreams I want in the future of Kingdom Hearts but I think the warp style would be a pretty cool addition into it I think that's all I wanted to talk about in terms of warp and that kind of brings me to the end of Dream Dive and the end of this episode so I hope you guys enjoyed this first premiere episode of Shotlock to Kingdom Hearts if you guys have any like ideas or comments or criticisms of, about the series let me know down in the comments below you, you could be very harsh it doesn't matter I know this popular may not be the most This popular I know the series may not be the most popular thing on my channel, but I want to really start this. I feel like this is something I really want to do. This is kind of the reason I've had the lulls in my channels, because I want to think of a series I really want to do and I could stick to. But again, if you want to know more of why I did this, the reason behind it, and why I think I'm going to stick to this, watch the video where I explain what this podcast is. But other than that, thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of Sherlock to Kingdom Hearts. I'd really appreciate it if you shared this with people who like Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I will have um, time codes below for the segment so if you care about one certain segment you can watch it but I, and I will be posting the segment separately on my channel too so if you guys enjoyed this video remember to like comment subscribe and I'll see you later